Hi, I'm Sarah Adams. Thank you for joining me, Cosmic Conversations. And today's guest is Danny Blitz. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Danny. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> Anywhere is perfect. <laughs> I consider myself kind of an average person who's done a lot of things in her life. Mm -hmm. And we're here today to talk about the film, the, the docu-series that I've, I've created. And among you know many, many people, so it was definitely a collaborative effort, speaking of which, a co-creation with Spirit. This is what led me and what kept me on track was that co-creation factor. So, you know, to that end, to, you know, how did I get to that point? I've done a lot of things in my life, but I realized in my own life journey that, that if I look behind, I see when people say, how did you do so many things in your life? How your life has been so exciting. How did you fit it all in? How did you get the courage? How do you know? And I realized that it was because I always connected, not always realizing that was what I was doing. You know, it was, but I would ask out loud. I'd ask questions out loud and, and I would get answers right away. But I didn't make the connection that I was connecting to spirit. <laughs> you know, so I, I came from this very Western perspective and yet I was doing things that weren't so much in our culture that I didn't even really know to explain, but I started seeing differences between what people's lives were producing and what they weren't producing, um, where their joy was or wasn't, in contrast to my own. And what was the difference between that? And in the end, my narrative is that I had been listening and, and working with spirit, and they chose to ignore even though they might call themselves very religious or very spiritual, they mostly just listen to earth authorities, right, to guide their lives. And in the end, looking back, there were some not so favorable outcomes of that, of doing that. And when I say not so favorable, I'm being very mild <laughs> in, in, my, in my speech. You're so on point about this because a lot of people are looking at, you know, they're looking at politicians, they're looking at all these different systems we have for guidance instead of connecting to the soul. And that's a huge problem right now on this planet is that they are looking outside and the soul, which is God force to me, that's, that's my experience with it always is kind of knocking on the door. And a lot of times we just, we just have this knowing this understanding, this sort of tapping in, but I don't think a lot of people know or understand that that's their spirit talking to them. So, you know, it's, it's awesome. It, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's beautiful that you connected to that and, you know, to go further, this really helped you with your project. And I know we talked about this last time. It helped you to create and just manifest this project that's going to teach people how to connect deeper to their souls and understand when their souls are actually speaking to them. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, do you want to talk about the parts in real life or real life in the film or which, which aspect do you want to oh. go down? 
just go down both. Just <laughs> anything you want to say. <laughs> okay. So in the film, mm-hmm. in our pilot of the film, we do follow a real life story of a woman who starting as a child connected with the divine didn't necessarily have the words or understanding, but it just the messages and the vision that she received was comforting. Mm -hmm. And so she, out of needing pure comfort in her life, listened to that because she had nothing else. And so she followed that her whole life. And so anytime she would get visions, it would help her save her own life and guide her life to something far more fulfilling than where she started. And I think it's a prime example of not necessarily coming from a family who's already connected that way and teaching us that, but right. And just allowing ourselves to be guided by it. I feel like in our culture, we're taught to be scared of it. We're taught to be God-fearing, you know, whatever your religion is or isn't. Sometimes people don't consider themselves religious, but still pick up that God-fearing, I got to be (laughs) God-fearing. And and then then so they just don't, so if they get messages, they ignore them. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of supported in that, or we, we talk about that, and it is not working for them. Um, we're seeing in threads, conversation threads about the film, how people are having these experiences, and some are always steadfast with listening to what they're being guided. And others are like, sad emoji, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't, and I should, and I don't really know what to do about it. And they're stuck because they feel like they shouldn't be, but they need to be, and they're not. And so it's, it really varies across the board. Um, in my life, oh, you know, it, it leads to why I made this film. Yes. All right, so, so I'm a solo parent by choice. I decided to go into this by myself, raising a child for all kinds of reasons that are irrelevant right now. And uh, so doing so, I, I, I feel like I had some more space to be able to really observe. I mean, it would almost be kind of, some people might think, well, how would you? You must have been so busy. How could you have that space? But there's something to be said about another person's energy Yes. kind of coming into that space and negating maybe certain things that you feel or want. And, and so you push that aside because of maybe their comments or just their energy or something that's happening. So I had that freedom to really just be in my own space and observe what was going on. Mostly, pretty much, it had to do with people in two-parent households, Uh right? So watching them and watching energy kind of invading 
the individual space and them not being able to carry through what they really would rather be doing. But because dad, father, is husband is telling me I shouldn't be doing this, then I won't. And then instead going down paths that they definitely either later regret or tell themselves, what else was I supposed to do? <laughs> to make them so, you know, the, themselves and their choices you know, to reconcile that because if they were to really, I think, open up to, you know, what would have happened had they listened to what their inner guidance was and didn't do it and maybe the path, you know, that, that could have been, which it's not that I'm suggesting we go there, but I think they think that if they visit that, their whole lives would come crashing down because it would be so but, devastating. But the beautiful thing about this is that, you know, if we followed that, we'd manifest much happier lives. We often get stuck in these kind of prisons of, you know, and then we, I feel just observation. A lot of people marry or get with people that they're not supposed to be with. And the inner voice is saying, don't do this. Don't go there. They're going there. Instead, they go there. They wind up you know, having children with them, being unhappy, um, feeling trapped, feeling like they're perpetually living their life in a sort of prison. Whereas the soul knows who to guide you to. And if you just, you know, kind of listen to that and stop listening to everything that is thrown at you in the 3D world, that will guide you to the right person to create a beautiful, enlightened family with where you're going to live every day happy rather than feeling like you're in a prison where you're going to, to, to just have all these experiences. So I see this in the world today. A lot of people are stuck in these prisons because they did not listen to that inner voice. That's, that's, that's a big problem we have on this planet. I think that they justify it because of our culture. You know, that's, that's okay. You're supposed to be doing what you're told by the government. You're supposed to be doing what okay. your priest tells you to. You're supposed, you're supposed to be doing what everybody else is doing to fit in, to be accepted, to not be seen as the bad guy these days, <laughs> like I am. Yes, this is um, like if you, have, if you have children, you know, and you're unhappy, you should stay there because of your children, which for me, this is really interesting because children sense energies and emotions and you being away from an unhappy partnership, which would, and happy would actually help them grow more than you staying in a partnership you know, and being unhappy, those frequencies are affecting the children, which are then trying to channel them out. And that's why children get sick, because I do believe that children are so awakened and enlightened, and they're trying to help their parents process these energies. So that is another thing that I've noticed people just stay together because of the children. They're in unhappy relationships, and they don't realize their energy is actually affecting their children in a negative way. And being away from that would be more positive for their children. Yeah, I think it's the fear of what yes. if we do this what if we don't do that and and then just kind of staying in this conventional cycle of yes. this is what we do this is what we're supposed to do this is we just have to grin and bear it you know rather than allowing themselves to leave that cycle and try something different you know what if we were to just be straightforward with our kids and say, you know what, we're fighting a lot these days and that's not good. And we don't want that energy in our house. So we're gonna figure out a different arrangement so everybody's happy. Yeah. 
But do we do that? Some people do, but not mostly. Not mostly because in society, we're taught so much to stay in relationships, to stay in marriages, to, you know, listen and do what we're told rather than think for ourselves. And I do believe that true enlightenment of humanity will happen when we start listening to that inner, listening to that inner divine voice that's trying to guide us to, to all these beautiful experiences and to who we're supposed to be around, even in friendships, you know, um, and partnerships. And I do believe that more and more people are waking up to this and they're less scared about it. And they're starting to realize, yes, you know, something there, there's this voice, there's this knowing maybe I should explore this more. And that's where your film comes in and to encourage people really to explore that. And I know we had this whole chat. I'm, I literally am up there as in, I just, I, I bluntly tell people about all these different supernatural things. I honestly don't care if they take it, they take it. If they don't, they don't. I've helped out a lot of people, but I do know that your work's so important because it's just, you have a, you're, you're bringing in a soft, softer way of doing this via your movie. So we can send that to family and friends who honestly wouldn't accept a lot of the things that I say, because you know, they, they don't know a lot of things like what is a chakra and stuff. And I'm explaining how to build your, explaining how to rebuild your chakras and all light them up. So this is, this really is a softer way of getting the, the information out there. So it's, it's, it's a level. So then they can go through that level and then go further and further and further. And we don't have to be afraid to send that to friends and family who are usually closed up on these subjects because it's scientifically backed and it just, it, 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 for me, when I saw your um, promo of your film, I was like, whoa, this is everything that I know. This is everything that I experience. And this is amazing. And the, it was just so beautifully put together that it's like, it's inspiring. And I got goosebumps. And I'm like, I need to talk to her. <laughs> That's why we're sitting here. Because I was like, this needs to get out everywhere. It's, it's something that everybody needs to see. Yeah, thanks. It it really, you know, in this co-creation, in pre-production, right? Deciding what path do I go down? Because there was there was at one point a path where I just kept hitting a wall. I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> what am I doing that I should not be doing? And you know, help me guide. And and it it really was there was so much thought into the approach. It, it really is meeting the Western mind. Where is the Western mind in terms of what does it need? Science. Where's the science? You always hear, where's the science? So, you know, in my own journey, I realized, wow, there's been science out there for quite a few decades. Why doesn't mainstream know about it or talking about it? And we talk about why that is. And there's some good historical reasons why that is. Uh, so once we realize that and accept that, maybe we can go, okay, I'm going to put all that stuff aside for as long and as I can stand it and really open up to the possibilities now. And that's the idea. You know, when I was talking to friends, friends of friends about my project and people I just met on the street. <laughs> I would talk openly about my project and they would stop. You could, you could feel them freeze. And then they, they kind of look around a little bit and they go, I have 
I have something I want to tell you, but you have to promise not to tell anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I realized so many people had these stories mm -hmm. that they were afraid to just talk about. And there, there are good reasons why they are afraid to talk. You know, nobody's blaming them for anything. There's reasons that they just don't feel comfortable talking, like really dramatic things that have happened in their lives. And or just I, fear of losing friends, you know, so. Yes. And I also think that, you know, that is definitely a huge problem there because people aren't saying these things. They're not talking about their supernatural experiences because they're so scared that they might be looked at as crazy, um, that their their friends and family will turn their backs on them. I went through this stuff. You know, I was so blunt. I remember doing my first um, interview, just speaking about everything I experienced people would not, they would see me, they would cross the street to avoid me. And it was like, okay, even my family were like, Oh, we know your experience and stuff. You've always been different. But that's, you know, why did you have to go out there publicly and say these things? So I've been through this. And then of course, you know, putting it out there on a large platform. Um, years ago, I was like, you know, I'm, I, I'm older now, but I was like 20, maybe six years old when I did it, I was tapping into everything. Um, and it was really hard because there was a lot of unkind people that came at me and were not happy about me speaking about these things, random strangers. So I understand that this gets a lot of, it gets a, a, a lot of attention that sometimes is not kind and it's, it's not nice. Um, instead of being through this, my going through it myself, I realized just how and why people don't want to speak out about these things, because even though they're experiencing them, they're so scared. And I think we really need to start being more accepting of other people's experiences, be more supportive of them, um, be more supportive to people when it comes to freedom of speech, because this we have freedom of speech, but is it true freedom of speech? Because you can't come out and say certain things or you're going to look crazy if you talk about the supernatural or, hey, you know, I interact with different beings or I astral project or I go into other dimensions. And this is not true freedom of speech for me. And I think it's something that definitely needs to change. And, you know, just in general, people need to be, be more kinder and open to each other. So, yeah, I, I know why they are they're so scared for that to come out because it could completely get them fired. It could destroy their lives because it's not something that a lot of people are accepting of. You know, I definitely <clears throat> would be remiss to not admit that I have had my closed minded moments where, right, where, where I'd be like, I don't know about that. And, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> That when I really didn't want to keep doing that, because I, I, would, I wouldn't like myself when I would do that. And I can't believe that everybody does like themselves when they do that. They'd like to think of themselves as open-minded. And then if they're really observing themselves saying, I don't know, then it's like, ooh, okay, stop. You know, it's even when somebody says, gives an experience, they talk about an experience of theirs, and you know you've had that same experience, and yet for some reason you're choosing to negate it somehow. Or that in some way you can relate to what they're saying, but it's so hard to admit that yourself, that you can even 
relate to what they're saying because you kind of had the same experience or a similar experience. And so, you know, realizing that myself, it's like, oh, Danny, now come on. You know <laughs> that you completely understand what they're talking about and you got to back off. And in fact, do more than that. Support them. Go, wow, this is really, you're really courageous right now. You're really putting it out there. And I have to admit, I completely can relate to what you're saying. As hard as it is for me to admit that, I can relate. I think that's a really good place for people to start. You know, like, first you have to be open to it. And then, and then be in this observer mode of yourself. Observe yourself, like, which would be part of the higher self, right? It's like, okay, I'm kind of traveling up and I'm looking over and, and I'm not literally talking about OBE and, you know, astral projection. I'm just talking about seeing yourself, listening to yourself, you know, in your thoughts and go have a reality check. Yes. Give yourself a reality check. Yeah. That's so important. <laughs> you know, but I'm really thankful for the work that you're doing and I feel that this is going to give more freedom of speech. Well, it's going to encourage them, a lot of people, to actually have more freedom of speech when it comes to their supernatural experiences, to their spiritual experiences, and understand that they're not alone, that there's literally a lot of people around the planet who are having these experiences. Just a few of us, like me, myself, you, we choose to be open to the public with them. And of course, you know, it's not easy journey, but it's definitely one that is needed. And I, I am very blessed because I have a lot of angels and different spirits that are helping me along this journey so that, you know, they told me when you, you incarnate, you're going to help humanity reconnect a lot. You're going to inspire a lot of people to reconnect to the true divine within, and it's not going to be an easy journey, but we're here with you along this uh, journey. So it's something that's very, very beautiful. And I'm so thankful to you for doing this film. And, you know, I just also wanted to ask you to explain a little bit more about the film and how you incorporated, you know, bringing that soft, I call it soft disclosure. That's what it is. How did you incorporate that in? I think it's the place from which I came. So, you know, I, I think you're psychically connecting to the energy that's going on in my head about that yes. right now. That happened last time, yes. Yeah. Yeah, when we spoke. Yeah. I, and, and so I'll, I'll, I'll explain what I mean by that. The, my whole life, I think I grew up in a conventional home that had its, you know, dysfunction. On, you know? Yes. And that we all. Right. Well, I'd like to think, you know, there are some households that really work on that, specifically mine, because I learned about all that before I finally had my daughter. But, um, you know, that that that's how I grew up. I had things to learn, maybe karmic things to learn, although I, I'm hearing karma is not a thing anymore. But um, yeah, yeah and that phase of karma, that's 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 done and healed with it. So yeah, that's. That's what I've been hearing for a while. Um, still, it's kind of a part of the speech. But, but anyway, people know what I mean. And, and, and so in order to make this film, I had to come from that place of, of you know, what was my own journey 
And then observing always that journey, really always, always searching for truth. Yeah. Um, you know, what, like what's really going on here? What's really happening here? Um, and that doesn't mean asking people to disclose things that are private and that sort of thing. I'm just saying the things that we need to know, you know, that, that, that it's our right to know, you know. And, and then, so observing that and then, and then, you know, knowing what might be too much for people, right, to, to handle because like, just because of my own self, it's like, what might be pushing it for me to go, oh, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> I can't, I don't even know what that means. It's, it's like, I'm not ready for it, you know. So like taking them on a path of just a soft introduction to, you know, where we could go with this. And so like our last, well, our 10th episode, it's called Consciousness Rising. So we start to, I say we start to, but I know my editor would disagree, to really open up to some of these other possibilities like beyond the veil and connecting with mediums and lucid dreaming and pre remote viewing and, and astral projection and, you know, all of the, um, all of the kinds of cognitions that you can have moving time travel, moving back and forth. But really, really, we do introduce it right from the beginning. And we'll, we'll see from the audience audience if it's too much <laughs> like right from the beginning so they'll they'll give us the feedback I I trust but it but it really was you know just you know straight from interviewing people kind of leaving it at a basic level right and then and then knowing that um, even the people that I chose to interview is okay this person is super advanced you know, it's, we need to, that's film two, <laughs> like, yes. so, right? So it's like, let's take it one step at a time because I just know my own reaction to mm -hmm. if we skip some steps here. And, and so really it came from my own journey, uh -huh. you know? Well, you know, you're going about it a good way because I was so young when I went about it. I just sat there and said, okay, yes, ETs exist. All this exists. Mm -hmm. I, I think I was really shocked into the public. They didn't know what to think of me. They probably thought I was just some weirdo or something that was good at telling stories. It was really interesting. So now I think um, it's better because I've learned how to kind of soften it and tone it down which is needed because when we had a, we had a meet at Gaia one day and they were telling me, they're like, we have to create a show just to explain to people what a chakra is. I, you know, I was talking about all this stuff, like you could create, you know, energy orbs to, to power your chakras. And a lot of people were like, what is a chakra? They don't even know a chakra exists. <laughs> so, so, you know, I was, I was being quite advanced from, my past lives from other dimensions, I came in with all this information up here. And I quickly realized that people were right here. And I needed to go ahead and, and find a way to reach them. So I started to get a lot more, you know, softer in my presentation of these things to, to them. 
So it's really good that you're taking that sort of path where there's this softer disclosure happening, because I feel like with your film, this is going to really help our family and friends that they'd be too shocked by somebody like me. Eventually in a couple of years, they'll like that. But for now, they would be too shocked for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, um, and you know, something else when you were, when you were talking about this is this film is really geared to the average Joe, right? The average Jane, mm -hmm. meaning, yes, right? So it's like, it's like, guess what? You have the superpower. Some people in the threads are getting fed. It's like, well, I have this, but it's not very yes. super. And it's like, that does, that's the, that's not the point. The point is you have a power that is so much stronger than our culture is willing to admit. And there's a reason for that, <laughs> which you'll learn in the film. I agree. But, you know, it's like, it is so strong and we have, we are so capable. And that I think is a concern by people who want power yeah. over us. So if people would just realize that we have this strong, exactly. powerful, innate ability that, that, and we just have to cultivate it. We just have to develop it. Yeah. It's, it's going to take some time if we, if we've already reached, you know, my age or maybe even a little younger because it's, you know, it's been kind of worked out of us. But we can do this. So this isn't about the superpowers that other people have. This is about what we have. Every person has it and we need to cultivate it. And we have different powers. Like some people are really good at mediumship and other people are really great at remote viewing or precognition or, you know, so, or lucid dreaming. They can just pop and fly and do all kinds of cool things in, in their dreams or out of body experiences. So. People have their strengths. And then also it's important for people to know that you might find your strength and really want to kind of do that too. <laughs> and that you can do that. You just have to practice a little bit more. Yes. You just have to cultivate it. Exactly. So we, and we talked about how I have abilities and you were able to see how I was tapping in and of things I would never be able to know. Um, the thing is with me, I use them. So, you know, they're there. They might be not so strong. Once you tap into them and use them, they'll get stronger. You'll understand them more. You'll know how to channel them the right way. So this is something that can be cultivated within everyone. And this is what I believe that Christ meant that, you know, whenever you access the Christ within, which is God force, you have all these abilities. You can heal yourself, the planet, um, you can heal others. So, and I do feel like, yes, there is a war on consciousness going on right now because those who run the world do not want humanity to know how pa incredibly power each one of them, powerful each one of them is. That means that child in Africa in a third world country can actually start to tap in and this and manifest a completely different reality than rather than a reality of starvation and dying or that homeless person could re could manifest a reality where they have a beautiful home and stuff. People have this power within them. And I'm so passionate with all the suffering across this planet to get this information to them. I'm so thankful that you're doing this. One last thing I forgot to ask you about. We didn't mention the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the entire, what's the full name of your movie so that my audience can go ahead and check it out. And when will called, it be released, by the way? Yeah. Oh, thank you for that, too. Yeah. It's called Superpower. 
ignite your intuitive yes. intelligence. And we That's air it for free starting April 6th. We will uh, air 10 of the total 12 episodes. Uh, and each day it will be available for 24 hours. We take it down. We put up a new one the next day. So people keep asking, well, what time in that 24 hours? No, get, you actually have 24 hours. <laughs> so, you know, to watch each episode. And all they have to do is, is sign up on well, thank our... Thank you. And... Oh, oh, I think we have a delay. All, all they have yes, to do... I was about to ask you. Yeah, they, they, yes, they, they do. sign up right on the website if they want to watch it it's uh, superpowerfilm.com so s u p e r p o w e r f i l m.com superpowerfilm.com and i'm just going to go ahead and put that at the bottom of this podcast so everyone can find your website and find this beautiful film so how, by the way, how long did it take to do this? Because you put so much work into this and it's, it's professional, which I think we need in this, you know, in this field, in the Waken community, I think that we need a bit more professionalism. And I was just, I myself, I have a team of people that work for me. I try to do things, you know, way more professional. And a lot of people are thankful for that. So when I saw your film, I was like, oh, she's went all in with making it very professional presentable. So yes, I, I, I'm really quite excited about that. But how long did it take you to actually put all of that together? Because I know it takes me and my team ages to get things together. <laughs> so you look half decent and you went beyond that. Well, it has been my focus for... Did we get less... a delay? So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been my focus for the last four years. Uh, you know, I, I was in pre-production for a while wow. because I was... Uh, really heck bent on a very specific direction. I started saying that I was hitting walls and pivoted. And as soon as I pivoted, I swear to God, it just, it all just started flowing. And that's when I knew I am now on the right track. So really, I mean, you could say from four years ago, but really once we pivoted, <laughs> Um, so that was mid 2019. I went straight into production or, you know, start, started coordinating and, and filming, uh, that second half of the year and uh, until now. So, so we were actually halfway through when COVID, the COVID event happened <laughs> and, uh, which meant that, you know, kind of my strategy on getting this film done had to be delayed we first had to figure out well is this thing gonna keep are we gonna keep going down this path or are we you know what's happening here so within six months from the time here we here were told that we were in lockdown um i figured out a way to get it done and you know very creatively had to um had to you know film in different ways there were there were ways that we did remotely, but without, you know, without the whole Zoom setup with actual equipment package that was sent to our experts' yeah. homes. <laughs> and then, uh, and then when I had to film in Europe, I sadly was not allowed out of the country. I had my bag and ready to go on the airplane, and they said, "Okay, you, you're not going." 
And so even though they were happy to take my money and not give it back, they, they wouldn't um, allow me out of the country for their own made-up reasons. I actually had all the paperwork that I needed. Okay. So uh, we went to Plan B, and we had crews in every single country. So I directed from there while we had live crews in with live people, and we finished it off there. So it's, it has been quite a journey, more than the usual you know, the usual journey when you're trying to make a film. And uh, we were several months behind our original launch date, but well, well worth the wait. Uh, you know, so here we are, it's time. And I, I feel like it's, it's time, you know, I, it just feels like good, like, we are ready to go. And yeah, I mean, we have so much more that's going on behind the scenes, but just in terms of timing, in terms of what's going on in the world, it's wow, it's like this actually felt divinely directed. Like maybe there was a delay at first because it needed to come in now versus, you know, several months back. So here we are. Yes. Well, thank you so much for all the work that you have done. And thank you for, you know, just teaching people and showing people that they do have superpowers. It's something for a long time that I put out there a lot, probably annoyed people because I put it out there so much. I'm like, you guys have powers, you know, I know that I talk about my powers, but you guys also have powers and it's important for me to get you guys to understand this and tap into those powers because we will need those powers very soon as this planet, its energy fields unstable, its uh, oceans are polluted, its skies are polluted. And we have the ability to use our powers to heal all of that. We have a lot of sick and dying and suffering out there. Um, and we have the ability to change the planet. So for me, this is very important work. And I'm very thankful to you for doing this work and for doing just channeling in the divine and what it tells you and getting it out there to the public. We need more people like you. And I know in the near future, we're even though the work we're doing right now, it's way different. There's a lot of people who will wake up because of it. And we're going to have a lot more people that really understand this as, you know, legit information that's real and that's important rather than something that might be sci-fi or a story or just imagination. They're going to start taking it seriously as they tap into themselves and they start listening to the divine voice within them that has all of the, the solutions for all of this planet's problems, for all of humanity's problems. And this is where we're going. This is the golden age enlightenment. So, you know, for me, enlightenment is when the soul is united one with the body because the soul is light in the light enlightenment. So when we become one with that and we listen to that voice, that's where, when true enlightenment will happen upon the face of this planet. And that's something that's been prophesized in many different religions, many different prophecies. And I do believe that we this year are starting to really step into that on this planet and it's going to be world change changing. And we're going to realize that we, you know, we no longer need to be at the mercy or victims of these systems that suppress us and others that with this power, we're going to rise above them and soar above them and actually bring this planet back into a higher 
um, state of consciousness, which it needs because we have lived for thousands of years on it in a lower state of consciousness. And all that's done is bring about death, murder, suppression, destruction. It hasn't brought about anything good. So I do believe that shift in right now. And I do believe that this year and next year, you're going to see a major shift. And a lot of it too, is because of, you know, the projects of people like you took years of their life to really, really just get the truth out there. So thank you again for that. You know, thank you for, for your work, Sarah. I think that I, it's what you're saying, there's kind of proof happening on the threads of our our ads you know you'll see people you know a couple people chime in with some snide remarks and the majority of the folks that are talking about their stories and they're thanking us for the film and you know well it's it's like as soon as you see a snide remark come in you'll see people latch onto that in a very loving way you know like ask well you know why are you saying things like that? That, it, or or maybe this isn't for you. Maybe it's time to go on to something else. That you know, why would you want to stay here if that's what you believe? And and it's so gentle and loving. It is not you know like this that you see a lot on social media. Right? It's just these beautiful, loving people that are here supporting the film, they're supporting one another, they're encouraging each other to talk about, like I don't have to do anything really, <laughs> like, like they're all talking about it now and they're coming to a safe place to talk about it and they're trying to help people who are still in fear, who are still feeling like, yes, you know, decide, creating narratives about who we are, what our agenda is, you know, all of that. And, and the people that have kind of moved past that or have done a little bit of research about who we are, because it's right there on the website, um, are coming back and saying, you know, we, we got to stop this stuff. Like if, if you're not ready for this, move on. Yeah. And, um, but if you are, we embrace you. And it's just such a loving viewership. I am so thrilled with, you know, the people that the series is attracting. It's, it's just, Prove to your point that this is happening. This is beautiful. And, you know, I, I'm also really thankful too for my, um, my followers who are very positive and they, you know, if somebody is, is unkind, they are just like, well, this is not, you know, this isn't your thing. Just move on to somewhere else. So that's amazing. I'm so happy that you have that support. And I'm so thankful for all of those out there that support us because, you know, this is an easy job, definitely not an easy job. We spend years of our life doing this. We devote years of it, a lot of work, a lot of energy. And we're very thankful um, for those who support our projects. And we're thankful that a lot of people are being more open-minded to them and actually getting something from them. So I just wanted to go ahead and thank the audience on your mm -hmm. part. And on my part for that, because the, I believe the support, you know, the support is really important because it, it, it really, really is for us. It's taken a lot of energy. So if that support, I, I feel those prayers. I feel those good thoughts. I feel like good energy that my supporters send me. I don't know about you. Do you feel that too? Oh, tremendously. <laughs> when like I heart chakra opening for me, yeah, it, it is. And I'm getting chills as you say this, it's, it's just, 
you know, it's like when I talk about this to the folks on my team, it's like, oh, you should have seen the thread. And what people were saying, they just look at me like, blink, blink, blink. <laughs> it's like, no, you need to appreciate this. This is amazing, especially on Facebook, right? Where people they do a lot of this to each other. There's so much meanness going on, but not, not on our threads. There's a lot of love, a lot of support. And I'm just like, thank you. This is, you know, this is like the best dream come true. <laughs> so yeah, it means everything. That's beautiful. So, you know, we're drawn to the end of this podcast. So, and I'm so thankful for having you on and let's just go ahead and run back through of where they could go ahead and, um, you know, access the movie and the website again. Right. So to access the movie, they need to sign up on our guest list and to sign up on the guest list, go to the website. The website is superpowerfilm.com. So all one word. All straight one word, superpowerfilm.com. You'll see a trailer. Our newest trailer is up, by the way. I don't know if you've seen that yet. And uh, then the form, it's all right there at the top. You just fill that out, you know, done. Um, and then when the film opens up for free access viewing, uh, we will send a link to each of those pages and they will have access to it for, you know, 24 hours per episode. Oh, and that starts, so that's Perfect. April 6th yeah. is when that begins and goes through April 15th. So there are a total of 10 episodes for free viewing. Thank you for that. And, you know, I just wanted to end this podcast with saying everyone has superpowers and humanity is going to start tapping into them and using them. This is the time for that. Thanks again for being on and, um, you know, I'm excited about this film. Sarah, thank you so much for this opportunity okay, and putting it, putting it out in the world. I am thrilled about Aww, I love this. this. <laughs> I'm thrilled about this chat and it just, you just made it so easy. So thank you. Aww.